This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. It's been a few days since we stopped daylight savings time and gained an hour of sleep or lost an hour of sunlight, however you look at that. But did you know there are certain home upkeeps that should be done this time of year? When is the last time you checked the smoke detector? Is it time to change your water filter? I didn't think about that one, did you? We'll go through this uh, home maintenance list and help you with some other home improvement projects that you may be working on. You can join the conversation this morning uh, by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How you doing, fellas? Doing great. Great. Cool. Hey. Love the love the rain out there. It's just so lovely. There you go. Well, it yeah. just means you guys don't work today, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I wish. <laughs> well, it means we got to get out of any. Right. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, um, I can say that today I am very happy to say, and if I, if I don't have your attention the rest of the day, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, let me tell you what we're not talking about today. Don't Politics. Say it. Oh, good. Yes. I thought you were going <laughs> to no, say no, that. No, 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 no. Not that word. We're not going to say it? No. Don't do it because if we do, people will call in and give their opinion. I know it. Okay. So, no, we are not talking politics specifically. And I love that. Thank you. If you want to talk about working on your home, something you got going on around your house, now's the time to give us a call at 877 MPB Ring. So, what have you guys been working on this week? Well, me, I seem like a honey-do list. I've been doing a lot of uh, little maintenance repairs, uh, fixing broken windows, uh, roof leaks, and little small installments. I guess people getting their house ready for a uh, company and things like that. Okay, a little, little handyman sides. work going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. How about you, Jeff? Well, we um still doing some storm work. Tree mm-hmm. uh, tree hit a house over in... Uh, Bummer. I call it leftover. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. which would be left of Eastover. Right. Very nice subdivision. I don't mean that in any right. derogatory way at all. Right. Um, I, lo- I, love, I love the neighborhood. It, it, right. There's some nice homes over there. Uh, working on that and, um, you know, some bathroom remodels and, and uh, kitchen remodels. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Everything's good. good. Has, uh, has the wife made you uh, fix anything as of late? Well, I mean, yeah, that's a daily deal. Right. Okay. All right. I'll leave you alone about that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I want. I have to say, for the first time since I've been doing this show, how it's been what three years, Dell, something like yeah. that. For the first time in this show, I do not have a project to what? talk about this week. Oh no! <laughs> what happened? You know what to you? I did this weekend? Which? Absolutely nothing. What? Oh my goodness! It was. Uh, you know what? Okay, I'll be honest. I'm a big college football fan, okay. and this was oh, kind yeah. of a big weekend, it so was. I hunkered down. Yes, it was. You know? It was. So anyway, I, I didn't really get to anything, but I certainly have many, many things that I could. Uh, you know what? We've got uh, Julie on the phone right now. Is she ready to go? Okay, in Port Gibson. Julie, what's going on? No? Hey, um, I've got a question about my hot water heater. Okay, good. Okay, go for it's, it. It's, um, it's getting hot. in the attic, and it's <laughs> far on the other side, so it's really hard to get to. So I waited till my dad came, because... 
those are projects I save for him. Mm-hmm. And um, so the wa- hot water heater, if you turn it on hot, it'll get kind of lukewarm, but it won't get any hotter than that. So you can't shower in it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so he checked the pilot light, and it's on. So what else could be wrong with it? Oh, it's a pilot oh, it's a, light? It's a gas. I was, I, I was, about I was to say, thinking this is electric. It's a real, si- right, real yeah. simple thing, but, right. but it is gas, mm. correct? It's gas. Definitely. Okay, and it is a tank. Okay. Uh, how long have you lived there? We've lived here six years. Okay, so this isn't something new. You is it, let me ask: Is you've lived there six years? How old is the actual uh, tank? Well, that I don't know. The house is like twenty-five years old. I okay. don't know how old this tank is. Did, did we verify? No, no. I'm sorry. I was say it's been about six months now that it's not because <laughs> it's my kids. So now they just sure. shower in my shower. Yeah, I got you. Um, have we verified when you turn the water on that the burner is actually coming on? Um, you mean like that he can see the flame? Well, right. that you can hear it. Yeah. 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 That's that's what he did last time. Kind of that furnace sound. Yeah. Right. So so it is coming on. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I think I just heard something. Did you just say that the kids are showering in yours? Right, but it's getting to be the holidays. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, so wait, two so are you getting hot water well, in no, your shower? No, she's got two two water heaters. Yeah, we're on a different hot water yeah. heater. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. What's mm. Susan, that's your name? Mm-hmm. Susan? So this um, thing could possibly be 25 years old. Ju- I'm sorry. Julie, it's, um, gosh, it's got to be the burner. I mean, I, yeah. water is okay. pretty simple. You yeah. turn it on, you get a flame, you get hot water. Right. I mean, right. It's not, Brilliant. we're not brain surgery, no, surgery no. here. Right. Um, so it's maybe not, he needs to getting... replace the burner? No, no, no. I, w- I would replace the entire the heater with a tankless if it were my home. Um, I would not go back with a tank. Okay. Um, but that's sure what it sounds like yeah. without some further investigation. It's not leaking. Um, right. All well, of you could sudden. choose to go to a tank if you wanted to, if it's a, if it's yeah. a, but see, the problem is it's not going to fit in the attic, um, anymore. Well, oh. you, you got a door or a pull down? I've got a pull down. Yeah, nah, it's, it's, not it's, not, it's not going through there. Yeah. So the newer ones are wider and they won't right. go in. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, and I hate having all that water in the attic that makes me uncomfortable anyway yeah it, it does it's the way it's done a I lot i mean that's though. you know yeah. i'd rather i build new new homes and and we always do a tankless and we yeah. always put them in the attic yeah um they've got emergency drain pan block with a bunch right. of safety issues there but um I, I would investigate a tankless in the attic where your current heater is now with the proper ventilation the proper drain pan and okay. I think I think your problem solved. Yeah, it's awesome because you already have gas run to that point. That's right. Yeah. So oh, you know okay. you're you're not talking yeah. a tremendous amount of money yeah. here. That All right. Great. Well, thank Thanks you, Julie. Y'all. We appreciate it. <clears throat> thank you. Uh huh. And uh, if you want to give us a call, it's eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send us an email. Fix it one zero one at mpbonline.org. Okay, so a lot of things going on right now. Time of the year people are trying to beg you to come fix things around their house mm-hmm. before the holidays. Dell, this is uh, what you were talking about. Yes. Kind of the handyman punch list that you had going on. Yes, yes. Um, 
And and you know what the 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 handyman stuff that I've been hearing a lot of lately. And as a matter of fact, I was on uh, Facebook the other day on my personal Facebook, mm-hmm. and a handyman service ad came up. Wow! Like, and it's a national handyman service wow. that that has local contractors. It's it's basically a a one number call kind of service. Mm-hmm. That that says okay yeah we've got four handy persons in your area we'll send one to you so it is kind of a neat service I, I didn't I'm not sure yet uh, I didn't catch the name but I will go and search online and see if I can find one of these things uh, Thumbtack I know is one of them mm-hmm. if you've never heard of this check out uh, an, uh, an app called uh, or it may have an online site uh, too uh, Thumbtack that's where I noticed that some of this stuff is. But uh, that is going on, and handy handy people during the holidays, they're uh, about to get really, that's really right. busy. That's yes. right. I mean, yes. I remember getting the calls to um, put lights up and bicycles together and basketball goals. Right, and, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, right. you know, think about it. Somebody has to do it, and... Um, hey, somebody around around Christmas could make a pretty penny doing that stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, because you got all these young professionals that... Um, obviously are extremely busy and, and right. uh, do, don't mind paying a reasonable fee to get, get those things done. Or they might not have a 40-foot ladder, you know. That's, that's right. That's true. That's, that's know, true. And there's some value into staying on the ground. Well, yeah, yeah so, well, and I can if, tell you. If you're not used to it. As the guy that hangs the lights at my house, right. I can tell you having the ladder, check. Uh, you know, desire to do check, right? Man, I get about six feet up that ladder. I'm th- starting to think again. Well, I'm like nah. you know, ten, 10 feet does not sound like if you were in a swimming pool, 10 feet, that's not a big deal. No. Well, climb, climb up the ladder 10 feet. 10 feet's a big deal. That's, it is. It's a very big deal. So in one hand free. Uh, th- yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break today. We're looking for your home improvement stories and uh, what things you need work on. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And when we come back... From the break, we're going to look at this November home maintenance list. So stay tuned. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, real quick, we're going to go to the phones. We've got some uh, folks on the line. Fran is on the line in Hattiesburg. What's going on, Fran? Hi. Can I get your opinion of the water systems that run through the attic off of a manifold? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At least, yeah. at least well, one well, of us go for it. Oh no, I love it. Um, um, see, the best way to describe this. Um, What's it for? Well, there's there's advantages and disadvantages. Uh, your let's let's talk about advantages. 
let's say that you want to replace your um, vanity faucet. You go to your manifold where it says vanity um, um, faucet, master bedroom, cut it off with your wrench. Bam, you're done. Change it. Turn it back on. Hey, um, Fran, hang on just a second, Jeff. I, I, I got to do this. Folks, if, if you don't know what a manifold is, this is a place where, like, all of the water comes to and is right. then distributed to the rest of the home. Like a spider web. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Water control um, center. Right. Now, then, now, here's some of your disadvantages. It takes longer to get hot water to that device because it has to go to the manifold, then it's redistributed. Okay. Um, most of the new homes we build today, I, I personally do not do the manifold. I've had some customers say, Jeff, I like the manifold. I like the idea. And it's just like anything else. It's It's got its pros and cons. Could the manifold okay. be closer to the uh, hot water tank? Well, it still has to go. It still has to go to that manifold. It's one more step in the process. Right. Just slows it down a little. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. But I hope that answered your question. Do, do you have one? Do you have a manifold? Yes. I'm in a house I'm thinking of purchasing. My concern is the manifold cracks during the past winter, and I okay. don't know if it, was, if it was due to the cold or what happened. And it caused leakage, and it's in the attic. It's very near the hot water heater, but it, that concerns me. Well, unfortunately, those things happen. Uh, who knows if it was manufacturer defect or, or actual temperature. Um, I, have, I have said this for years. If you are going to be away from your home, open up the door to your attic, or... Um, open up your pull down, let some hot air. It doesn't take a lot to keep those pipes from freezing. Make sure they're wrapped. And um, typically that happens if you're not at home and you turn your heat way down and it gets extremely cold. So just some food for thought there. All right. Thanks, Fran. We appreciate it. Well, um, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And uh, we've got Mike on the line in Cleveland. Mike, what's going on? I'm a sustaining member, and I've got a couple of questions. Yes, sir. If you would, please. Um, my backyard floods pretty bad when we get the sustaining rains. Mm. And I just want, I wonder, who do I go to to put in some kind of a drainage system to stop that from happening? It's a couple of different answers there, um, Mike, and in and, and different levels of, of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, because you've got, you know, basic uh, maintenance lawn folks do drains a lot, but, the you know, retaining walls and, and how to yeah. move water and all that other stuff is a definite skill. I, I like a, a qualified, bona fide landscaper. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone that, that has an instrument in their truck, they can check elevations. Yes. Um, you know, obviously make sure that we've got water going to the drain. Make sure we have that drain going to the lowest part of, so we can get rid of that water. Make sure we don't put this water onto your neighbor. So there's a lot of factors that oh, yes. come into play. Okay, um, help me out, Jeff. Let's say, uh, going with what you've got there, how do I know 
you know, we we all see the guys running around in trucks with the with the mower in back that right. says he's a landscaper. So what what? It, is, how do you know? I, I want to see I want to see my guy get out with a instrument that some people call him that. Some people call him a level. Some people mm. call him a transit. Mm. Um, that and a grade stick. So and, and talk to somebody he's done work for, so he can see how well it's working for them. So I've got to go by word of mouth or something. I can't go to a site to find a qualified one or a. Well, you could go to Mississippi State Board of Contractors. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, I can give you a list a mile long of qualified people, but I would, in order to do my research, I would call Mississippi Board of Contractors, BOC dot org. I think. Yeah, it's MSBOC. Yeah, MSBOC. dot us, I believe. Right, and then also call your local. Um, um, home Builders Association. Mm-hmm. Are you in Jackson? I'm in Cleveland. In Cleveland. Cleveland. So okay. In the okay. Yeah. 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 We've we've got a uh, we've got a chapter there close somewhere. So, uh, how can I find Home Builders Association? I mean, oh, just 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 look us up. Yeah. Um, Google it. Um, sure. In that area, there is a Home Builders Association of Mississippi, and then there are uh, several. Smaller associations right. around they're, the state. We've got one in, in the north end of the state, south end of the state. We have one in Jackson, Tupelo. Vi, um, I don't know if we have one in Vicksburg, but but anyway, just pull it, so, pull so, us up, pull us up. So on, I just need to Google Home Builders Association Mississippi. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Look, yeah. I won't hold you up too long because I know there are other people, but I got a second question here, please, mm-hmm. and that is. Um, Probably a good idea to do some AC heater checks about now. What do I expect somebody to do if I call them in to check out heating and air? There, uh, I saw a service the other day uh, being offered for a a, a a winter checkup or a you know fall checkup kind of thing. And I, what I'm fairly certain that they're going to look at your coil to see if air is moving. You know. Um, you know, there's not a whole lot, and you're Timmy. If Timmy was here, yeah, uh, they have a checklist. There, there's not a whole lot that goes wrong with with our heat. It's uh, it's a flame. Yeah, it's a flame um, with a blower. It's ve- it's simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you know what? You I've seen it. Sure even in my home, the little jets that make the flames yeah. sometimes those get buggered up and and they don't you know work as well or something like that. But um, I guess my point is your AC checkup is much more important than your heat. Oh yes, there, well there's nothing to know. there's nothing to add on heat. You're not going to run out right. of freon, right? You know who cares? So, so if it's not igniting or something that you know when oh, it's well, down, yeah, no, no. If it's not working, then obviously <laughs> it's broken. You right. need repair man. <laughs> but if we're going in for a checkup. Um, what are you checking? Right. Does it come on? Does it blow? Yeah, you know basically. What? Does you know it filter what? clean? If uh, one of our uh, AC pros would like to call in and yeah. let us know that. Right. I'll they probably, have a dog myself. I'm sure I'm fixing right. to get a phone call. That's right. Mike, you keep listening to the show because I'm sure somebody's going to call in <laughs> and school us Call in, Timmy, please. <laughs> well, you, got, you guys have helped me, and I really appreciate that. And I like those sites you gave me on Home Builders sure. and uh, the other one. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, uh, let's just keep on moving with the calls here. So let's go to uh, Bill in Tupelo. What's going on, Bill? Hey, I've got a question about a tile shower. A tile shower. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm getting cracks around uh, where the floor meets the wall and up the corners. 
Big ones, little ones? Um, they are little ones and big ones. Okay. Um, and, uh, we we attempted to caulk it, but when we did, we ended up getting uh, mold behind the caulk. So I okay, so it's wet. It yeah. was wet when you caulked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and that may be not that there may be nothing that you could do to stop that right there. Well, we don't know how. Uh, did you install it? No, I did not. Okay. okay. Is there evidence of any water seepage? Around the shower. Not that I'm aware of. Ground floor? No. Uh, what What would be a sign of that? No, no. Is the shower on the ground floor or second floor? Oh, yes, ground floor. Okay. Is uh, What sort of foundation? Uh, it's a slab foundation. Okay. Typically, some cracking in your grout is not a big deal. Uh, okay. Tile and grout is not your water barrier. Um, you could actually, if a shower is installed properly, uh, you can take a shower without any tile or grout in that shower. Your tile and grout serve two purposes. Pretty, it's the makeup, <laughs> and it is your protection over your waterproofing. Now, <laughs> Here's where the complicated part comes in. If the shower was not installed properly with the proper waterproofing, there's no amount of caulk in the right. country that's going to fix it. Uh-huh. You're going to slow it down, but you're not going to fix it. Jeff, is there some sort of other transition that he can use to go over these cracks? Not, No. They're, everything is a <clears throat> Band-Aid until it is properly water sealed. And I'm not saying it's not. Uh, does this shower back up to a closet or something? Yes, it does. Fine. Have, have you had, just just for giggles, have you had any signs of a foundation issue otherwise, such as a crack on top of a door frame or something of that nature? Well, when we purchased the house, there was a drain uh, in the far corner of the house, a, um, a downspout that had broken loose and was running down through the corner, <clears throat> and the bricks on the outside of the house did crack right there. Okay. Um, but no other signs other than that. Okay. Um, here's a couple things you can do. Okay. Get, get you a jar opener, one of those plastic jar openers. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm talking about? The little yeah. rubber... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that, fill your fill your um, drain, fill your shower up with water. Plug that drain, however you need to plug it. I use a plastic, a, a jar opener. Okay. Take you a, take you a sharpie or something, piece of blue tape or whatever. Mark the water line. Let that set twenty four hours. If that water moves, you have a leak. Now. Okay. Make sure it's not going down the drain now, okay? Uh-huh. If you suspect a leak, go in your closet, pull your baseboard off that backs up to the shower. You with me? Yes. Okay. You will be, at that point, take your little saw, cut the sheetrock out below the baseboard, below the top of the baseboard. You'll be able to shine you a light right under that under that shower pan. Mm-hmm. You, you'll be able to detect water on that slab. Mm-hmm. At that point, uh, you've got some decisions at that point. You have a leaky shower. Mm-hmm. So, okay. 
If the hole's big enough, you can get your hand in there and feel around. Yeah, yeah. Just cut <laughs> out. The just, 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 just cut out sheetrock mm-hmm. and um, do it below the do it below the uh, baseboard, top of the baseboard, and then you don't have a problem patching it. Put you another piece of sheetrock back there. Put your baseboard on. You're good to go. Okay. All right. And uh, well, let me ask you, what about the caulk? Should I just go ahead and pull all that up? And then yeah, it's not doing anything. All all that's doing is harboring the the moisture behind it and, mm-hmm. and keeping uh, the water in. Yeah, and and <laughs> and, uh, and keeping your mold and mildew in there. Okay, great. Well, that was some really good advice. I appreciate that. No Thank problem. you, sir. We appreciate it. All right, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email to fixit one oh one at mpbonline.org. All right, folks, time for another break. When we come back, we're going to continue looking for your home improvement questions and what projects you're working on this time of year. 877-MPB-RING. Be right back. Whether traveling through Oxford or Tupelo, stuck in traffic in Jackson or Meridian, or cruising along the coast in Biloxi or Ocean Springs, MPB goes with listeners wherever they go. Your company's message can go along, too. Go to mpbonline.org underwriting to find out how. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on, excuse me, MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore of Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. It's an open topic day, so you can uh, call about anything you got going on with your home right now. Anything you've got to repair for the holiday season coming up. Anything you want to work on to make sure to batten down the hatches for winter. Uh, and all the rain, pretty much guaranteed, 877-MPB-RING, or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Got an email here. Dear Fixit 101 guys, I love your show and have a problem I hope you can help me with. Our bathroom shower door leaks and has wrecked the baseboard and sheetrock on the wall protrusion next to it. It also smells horrible. We're kind of handy, but don't know where to start to fix this. We know we have to fix the leak before we replace the baseboard and sheetrock. True. Do you have a suggestion? Do you think buying a different door is the place to start? Should we try to tile that protrusion wall instead of replacing the sheetrock? Any suggestions you give are greatly appreciated. We're also wondering if it's a bigger problem than we can handle. I don't think it's leaking from the door. You don't think it's leaking from the door? Nope. Nope, I don't. So um, this might not be. It's like a. So it wouldn't be a splash thing. I don't think so. Okay. Um, unless for some silly, silly reason, someone put the shower head facing the door, which that would be. That's huge. Right. So I'm not. I'm not buying that. So, I'm thinking it's a leaking pan. I bet. What do you think, Dale? Any thought? It's hard to say without really a picture of it and uh, for the diagnosis, but. Um, just an educated guess. Mm-hmm. I would think, um, I know water is getting to it some kind of way, so we need to um, think like water and see exactly how is that water getting on the surface to damage it. And it is true. You come inside see. the shower or well, from ho- the hopefully that person was listening. Plug your drain, uh-huh. fill it up, let it mm-hmm. sit 24 right. hours. And go 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 through your steps. They're, they're very, very simple. Take it. Take it step by step, and you can tell if that pan is leaking. And yeah. and you you mentioned you mentioned um, is this a problem that you can ha- that you can handle? 
Um, part of this is, and the part that I mean uh, you can handle is the aesthetic work. Um, uh, you might be able to handle the sheetrock, the, the you yeah, know, baseboards, you, you that could, sort of thing. You could do that. You could handle the demo if you end up ripping that shower out. Right. And then, obviously, the best one I know of is called Sluder. Uh, waterproofing system mm-hmm. uh, carries a ten-year warranty uh, in, installed properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we 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 have enough knowledge in this country to put in a shower that doesn't leak, right? And you, you just have to be willing to pay for it, right? And a sluter system can can be installed by someone. However, um, they're simple. It, it's a it's a read the instructions That's kind right. of thing. That's right. Yeah, follow the steps. Right. They have made they have made it. Almost foolproof. Now the yes, the one thing I will say that you may need outside help with is if you cannot find this leak, there are two sorts of contractors that you could possibly need. One of them being a roofer, um, the other one a plumber. Um, yeah. And if you need to do, in other words, if you need a plumber to come in just to do the pipe work and get your get your pipes to stop leaking. You know, right. and you handle the rest. Sure. That's, you know, that's another thing. Yeah, if you don't have a tile saw, you might want to consider, you know, before you tackle that. Yeah, tile on a hammer scale to me would be, a, on a scale of 1 to 10, would be a 7 or 8. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not. It's not like it looks. It's not something you just pick up and say, oh, man, that's beautiful. No, and and, and it doesn't go without tools. You that's cannot right. do tile without tools. And patience. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you'll blow a lot more tile than you will put down. So a lot of times. And in some cases, mm-hmm. uh, this may be covered on your homeowner's insurance. Water Ooh. damage is covered. Here's a way to look at it. Insurance will cover uh, sudden and accidental. That's your first definition of an insurance claim, sudden and accidental. Okay. Second um, is insurance covers what the water damage, what what was damaged, they do not pay for that leaking pipe. Right. The, the other thing to remember, though. Or is that, that leaking pan. But they will yes. pay to get to that leaking pan, mm-hmm. pay to put back. Right. But if so, we're just replacing a little sheetrock here, which is 7 bucks a sheet, uh, you know, there's usually a, a deductible on those claims. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, so, I do think that. That particular that may. it's a little bit deeper than that door. Okay, is my opinion. Well, Lori, there you go. Hope we uh, helped out there. Let's uh, move on to Tim in Biloxi. He's got a well. He calls it mold. We're going to call it microbial growth yeah. until further notice. Yeah, because most insurance companies will not pay for mold. That's right. <laughs> go ahead, Tim. <laughs> well, um, I've got a house that I currently lease, and I'm considering buying. Uh, I've got a, a bit of a, a mold, stale smell in one bathroom. I had a drain issue uh, some time back. It took a little while for my current landlord to get to it. Um, so we just didn't use that bathtub for a while. Uh, I'm curious, is there a way to kind of remediate that without just having to rip everything out? Is there any kind of way I can go into a, a closet and maybe run something in there to kind of ventilate that, or am I going to have to? plan on doing like a major remodel in there, you know, before this house is, uh, before I decide to purchase this house. You know, you, I, you know, I'm going to say this. I understand you're not wanting to do a major remodel, but let me ask you this. Is sheetrock major for you? Well, 
Well, no. I mean, I used to be a drywall contractor, but I oh. figured um, if I pulled all that stuff out, then I was probably going to have to tear the Do- the tubs out and, and everything. So I, I wasn't sure because I don't really know the extent. But I know back during Katrina, they had these mold remediation crews and things like that, but mm-hmm. I wasn't really privy on what they were doing. So I didn't know if there was a somewhat non, you know, not super invasive way to take care of that or at least to try to control the smell and any kind of growth that might be going on or do I just need to be considering just cutting some walls out? When in doubt, that's the way to cut do it. Cut it out? Yeah. <laughs> do we know, Tim, if the water leak is fixed? Uh, yes, it is. It came from, um, it used to have that old uh, little little drain lever, you know. Yeah, okay. Spout. To, to... So that would yeah, that was done away with. Well, before I I moved in, I'm guessing oh, okay. never had uh, somebody had taken that out. They didn't put that rubber seal back there behind it, right? And, you know, so a couple of times, you know, some kids got in there and took baths, and it, you know, it just poured in. It's not going to hold that stuff. But in, so it just but all that is fixed now, right? Well. With you being in the sheetrock business, I would get on the back side of that tub and cut that sheetrock out, look under there, make sure that my um, area is dry, make sure it's not leaking anymore, mm-hmm. uh, spray some um, uh, um, mold, moldicide on that. Um, uh, if you don't have mold, put you a fan there. If you have mold, do not put a fan there because then all you're doing is spreading the mold. mold spores throughout your house. If you do not have mold and you know for sure, um, dry it. If there's some mold there, obviously there's still a leak. Put you a dehue in there, fix the leak, de- dehumidify it, then dry it, and then put everything back and you should be fine. I got you. Sorry, man. Not going to be able to avoid some of that work. Right. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or, of course, you can go to uh, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. That's our email address. And, uh, of course, we're taking emails now. You know, one of the things while we're in the while we're in the restroom here, we've had a couple of calls calling about the restroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Java uh, found something that's just really awesome, and this what it is. This is <clears throat> a loose toilet, okay? Um, and this happens to that's right, man. This happens to everybody. A rocking chair <clears throat> toilet. Mm-hmm. Uh, a loose toilet can cause a leak in at the sewer line. Worse, uh, flood the bathroom floor. Mm-hmm. It can lead to a rotted wood floor. I've seen that before myself. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Uh, mildew, mold problems, and if neglected, the leak can destroy the floor. Another thing that a lot of people are not that, that this list doesn't have on it. I've had a friend or two fall off one or two that are that are wobbly, you know. Dead bad? Well, you got to have a drink before. Was this but, late at night you know, or in the morning? Well, it was more of a college Before thing. we yeah. went to Waffle House? <laughs> right. What's going on here? So here we go. This is a quick step-by-step guide to fixing your rocky throne. Great. Isn't that cool? All right, here we go. Number one, always mm-hmm. turn off the water. Always. First okay. thing when you walk in the room, turn off the water by closing the shutoff valve. Usually there's a shutoff valve right under the tank uh, behind the bowl there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Between the tank and the floor. 
Right. Here's another one that a lot of people don't know, uh, but it's going to save you a lot of back work and muscle. Flush the toilet now that Uh, the water is off. Good idea. (laughs) Go ahead and flush the toilet. And what that does is it removes the water from the tank. Get the three gallons out of there. Right. And and it is, uh, think about that. Three gallons of water or milk at, is very heavy. It's 30 pounds. At, at seven, <laughs> what's water, seven, 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 seven 7.4 something per gallon. Right. So, so, so uh, 21, 21 pounds. Right. Flush the toilet because the one thing I can tell you if you're replacing a toilet is uh, toilets are not small, light things. They are made to be there for a very long time, and they're heavy. Yeah, they're made to hold a certain amount of weight. Right. So they're heavy. Anyway, um, sop up the remaining water from the tank and bowl as much as you can with that, you know, turkey baster or something like that. Uh, use an adjustable wrench to disconnect the water supply line from the toilet tank. Okay? okay. So you don't have to take that line off the wall, but just take it off the bottom of the tank okay. there. Okay. okay. Um, remove the caps from the closet bolts on each side of the toilet to expose um, the... the uh, Wax ring? The bolt. The bolt. Thank you. Okay, so what that is, those are those little white caps on there that are just to cover up the oh, hardware. Okay. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Makeup. Yeah, and it's, sometimes it's they, you know, uh, kids kick them off there sure. or something like that. You know, anyway. But go ahead and remove those. You'll see the bolts there. Uh, they're hex nuts. They use an open, you can use an open-ended wrench to remove the nuts here. It's not, and it's not like a major super repair where you have to have a specialized tool. You can use what Dell calls a monkey wrench on this. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Lift up the toilet after you get those bolts off. You can literally pick up the toilet. And like I said, this is best to be a two-person thing right here. Uh, lift up the toilet and set it on newspaper or cardboard, it says here. When I replace the toilet, uh, my toilet just happened to be very close to the bathtub. Yeah. Oh, so I just tub. picked it up sure. and put it in the tub. Sure. Okay. Uh, so if you're going to make a mess, best in there. So um, And that, that worked out great. Anyway, uh, after you lift up the toilet and set set it somewhere else, you've got to scrape away the old wax ring with a putty knife. Now, what this list leaves out is that you don't know where that wax ring is going to be, meaning yeah. a chunk of it could be on the ground and a chunk of it could be on the toilet. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, when you pull up a toilet that's been there for several years, um, that's and, what's and going to happen. You hope that... Um that flange is still uh, intact and not rusted or cracked anywhere well, or something like that. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, okay, so after you scrape away that old wax ring, they, they literally use wax. It looks like beeswax sure. that make up these rings that make the seal. Uh, scrape, you know, scrape away that old wax with a putty knife. Then, then uh, stuff a rag in that drain pipe to block the sewer gases because, man, it's about to get ugly. Right. Okay. Um, if necessary... Uh, if you have to, you might have to use a hammer or a little chisel thing to chip away a uh, tile to expose the the closet flange. There's a flange there, and it's a well, basically it's a big hole with with uh, some stuff sticking out of it. That, it's got some slots. Yeah, it's got some slots, which is where you put the new toilet bolts, the mm-hmm. the things that hold it down. Okay, um, uh, slip a repair plate under damaged section of the closet flange here's the deal if if your toilet is rocking a lot of times what you're going to find underneath there is either the toilet flange is higher than the floor which Mm -hmm. happens quite a lot Mm -hmm. uh in other words if the toilet flange let's say it was tiled before 
and someone took the tile out and put linoleum down, mm-hmm. it's a, it's 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 not as high as yeah. the old floor. So and, it and it's up. not guaranteed to be one hundred percent level. Right, right. So. so so that and by the way, that's partly why you use this giant wax ring thing. Sure. Which just so that you know, cost about about twenty five. Don't worry about that. Um, then they do have little repair plates that you can slip over the closet flanges. They use uh, you can use a metal repair plate. I've done this myself, mm-hmm. and what it does, it allows the new bolts to have something to grab a hold of. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. you need that. Yes, um, you can install your new bolts then in the slots uh, in the closet flange. Then you press that new wax gasket onto the closet flange. Okay, on the okay. hole on the ground, it's saying put that there. There will forever be an argument of whether you should put it on your toilet first or put it on the ground first. Definitely, I, I like not. the ground. I, okay. I like the I like the flange. What do you Because like? if you got it on the toilet and and you got to slide into those, uh-huh. I mean, have those screws already sticking pointed up. Okay, all right, there you go. Um, you set the toilet back into place and you press down to compress that gasket. A really fun way to do that is to sit on it. And the sit-on-it thing is very important because what you're doing is that you're trying to get that toilet's base on the floor all the way around. Mm -hmm. That way it won't wobble, right? Um, Now you tighten the nuts back on. uh, And uh, now here's a big deal, folks. This is a big deal. This is Jason saying this right now because he's been that guy. Been there, done that? I, I'm the guy I, think, that I, broke everything. I think you have the T-shirt, don't yes, you? I do have that T-shirt. If you over-tighten a toilet bolt, it will crack the massive chunk of porcelain you're working on constantly. How long after you crack that, Jason, do you did look I curse? at that? Well, no, I got that part. <laughs> it's the sound. But, but how long did you look at that and say, oh, I'm probably going to the big box store now? No, I looked at it, and I just thought, you know what? That was stupid. That was the dumbest wrench turn I ever made. <laughs> one more, yes. just one more, just yeah. one more, just a I'm little tighter. It perfect, just a little tighter. A little Crack. more elbow grease. Uh, can you tell that this, I've also done that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we've all done that a time or right. two. Now here's the thing: uh, you tighten those nuts down, uh, not too tight. Trim the bolts with a hacksaw so they don't stick up because those oh, bolts yeah. are really long, you That's know. Right. But they give you little places on there where you to can cut. trim it to yeah. cut. Yeah, that it doesn't get into the the threads. Install those little white bolt caps over or whatever the color of the toilet is, and then check to make sure the toilet is tight to the floor and does not rock. Yes. There you go. Can I add two things to that? Go for just, it. Just from being in the business. Okay. There's two things I like to do mm-hmm. uh, if, my, if my repair, if my uh, metal flange repair kit doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I like to also use some plastic shims. Okay, plastic chips. Cut, cut, cut them to size. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not taking a sledgehammer and driving them in there. I'm right. pushing them in. And then I, I like to take it one step further. I like to take some clear silicone uh-huh. and silicone the base of my toilet uh-huh. to the floor. Okay. Be it tile, linoleum, whatever I'm going to. Now, do not misunderstand what I'm saying. I am not doing that for wa- to seal any water. No. I'm not trying to seal a leak. No. I'm trying to keep debris from the outside uh-huh. being mopped, swept, pushed under that commode, and eventually build up, build up, and mm-hmm. then you develop a smell. Right. Um, That's a really good point. I, I, don't think I, I know that. some younger people mm-hmm. miss that commode sometimes because I've got boys, right? 
and and then when you go in there and mop, then you're pushing that under there. Mm-hmm. So and and there's pros and cons on that. Some right. people say, Nah, Jeff, you shouldn't do it. But and you're really going to blame I, I, it on the boys, right? Of course. Okay. All right. Let's go to the phone. Um, let's see. Uh, Elise is on the line in Tylertown, and she's got an issue with grout. What's going on, Elise? Hey, good morning. Uh, my mom has a part of her house is still from the 40s. It's mm-hmm. got tile in the bathroom, and it's in, the tile itself is in great shape. But the grout is deteriorating, and you can't clean it because it's gotten stained because it's deteriorating. I was wondering, <laughs> I do not want to regrout the, the bathroom, but I was wondering if there's something you could put on top of it to kind of seal it or to... Oh, Elise, over the years they have come up with a thousand different concoctions to put on grout. Uh, Everything from... Brand name, but what's it called? Well, one of them's Clorox and the other one's paint. But, but, I mean, here's the deal. You said the home was built in the 40s. That's correct. How much stuff do you have right now built in the 40s that's still performing? Everything. Okay. I mean, well, the rest of the house, yeah. I mean, your car's not. I mean, <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> so, no, my point being, and I'm not trying to be smart, Alec, my, no, my, okay. my point being, everything has a shelf life. Right. Um, 1940s, it might be time to, it's not hard to regrout stuff. Mm-mm. It's really not. And as a yeah. matter of fact, it's, it's uh, and I can tell you this from having done it, If you do you know what a Dremel tool is, Elise? Do not. It is a little rotary tool that it, it kind of it spins things at extremely high um, uh, revolutions per minute. Okay, it's a tool. Like, it's a little rotary tool. Like it's a, neat. Like a dentist drill, sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Similar. like that. Just just bigger and very powerful. But anyway, they make a little thing that you can put on that drill that will pull grout out between tiles. Done it before right. myself. The, the the tool is not that overly expensive for a one-time job, and, and you can get that grout out. You can even leave the tile where it sits. That's right. And just put grout back in there. And pr- oh. probably built back in the 40s, it's not that big. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a reasonable. Yeah, it's five feet wide, ten feet long. That's water closet, mm-hmm. vanity, yeah, and, and bathtub. Yeah. That's yeah, all of it. Yeah, everything was compact. So I'm 50 square feet plus my fixtures, so right. I'm 30 square feet in there. I th- I think that might be a good option for you going after the grout that's currently there, but you do not have to nah. pull up the tile. Be careful. Be patient, and you'll do it. Okay, yeah. I think I can manage that. And, your mo- right. and, and this is your mother's home? Yes. Yeah, just okay. think of the Christmas gifts you're getting. There you go. Just for doing that. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll give it a shot. All right, thanks, really Elise. get your help. Okay. Everybody. All right, uh, let's go to Mikey and Mobile. And um, the, what, what are we talking about today, Mikey? Um, I'm wondering if it's worth worth it, uh, because it's a relatively expensive tool for me anyway, um, to purchase a PEX tool or PEX tool kit for the homeowner. How often do you replumb your home? <laughs> I'm not replumbing it, but I do have, um, uh, well, some issues that... Uh, I know they need to be insulated. I've learned that the hard way. The, the home is on piers, and um, uh, cold comes under and does some things that you don't want it to do sometimes, although we have little cold weather. So, but is it worth it to, to spend 
I think it was a little under a hundred bucks. Right. Yeah, they're yeah. worth it. They're worth it. You're, well, I, see, I'm thinking. Do you have a buddy you can borrow it from? Well, I, I, I'm see, they, I'm 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 on another page. Here. Okay, go for it. Um, I want to insulate my pipes if they're exposed to the element, and you live in Mobile, correct? Right. So Get, it's going to be humid. Not, not totally exposed. Fine. But w- whatever is freezing, get some heat tape and plug it into a 110 outlet. And now you're done. Um, huh. I mean, I, I want to do thing. I want to do one. I want to do something one time, Mikey. The older I get, I'm not even, I don't even want to do it one time. So, right. <laughs> I mean, that's what the boys were for. Let's be, right? let's right. be one and done and, right. and, and do it right. We've, we put men on the moon. We can keep a pipe from freezing. I like that, man. Good job. I really so, do like that. All right. Um, so we are covering just kind of everything today. We're towards the end of the show. Is there anything that you guys can think of? That okay, we're we're at the beginning of November here. It hadn't quite got cold, but it's like a day or two away, or a few days yeah, away. It's a weekend. Yeah, sure. Um, it's going to be here by the weekend. It will. So, so is there anything we need to look at at this point? Make sure that uh, the weather scripting is good. You know, yeah. just check all the. You need to do a thorough walk around. Mm-hmm. Time to walk around. If you if you have a roof leak, get it checked. I, I got a yeah. call yesterday. It's leaking around the flashing on the chimney. Do not hesitate. Get a good roofer. Let's stop that roof leak. We yeah. have rain. We're every other day. We're in our rainy season right, right. now, guys. There you <clears> go. <throat> yeah. And um, yeah. So wow, that's it. That was good a good show. Fast show. Yes, very fast. All right, here we go, folks. I think. Here we go. Yeah, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Think Radio is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Michelle McAdoo. For Del Moore, Jeff Sammons, and I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo again. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.